At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. Sunday afternoon, Dustin Sweetelson alongside Kelly Bidlin. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSIN, presented by DraftKings. Welcome into the program. Thanks for making us a part of your afternoon, wherever you may be. A lot going on in the sports world for us today, and we're going to attack it from every single angle in about, oh, you know, 30 minutes. A little college hoops talk. Dan Servadidio from the Fantasy Alarm going to check in. Then we'll go to the NFL draft with the combine coming up this week. Destin Adams, NFL draft analyst, A to Z Sports, joining us 4 p.m. Eastern time. Right after him, we'll start touching on some MLB futures with Derek Carty, 4.15 p.m. Eastern. Uh, 5 Eastern, some NBA talk. Nick Whalen from Rotowire going to check in, and then we'll close things out. 6 p.m. Eastern, some more NBA props from Justin Fensterman from FantasyGuru.com. I'm Dustin Sweetelson. He's Kelly Bidlin. What's up, Dustin? There's a lot more going on this afternoon than it was in our maiden voyage a week ago, huh, buddy? <laughs> That's right. We got a lot going on. NBA all day. I love that. I know you're loaded up with player props. I got a couple sides, a total. Got a little bit of everything going on. Yeah, the show. lots of props for your boy here. Unfortunately, I am very chalky with a bunch of favorites in college basketball and the NBA today. So we'll see how that works out for me. But you, my friend, are in a very dangerous situation that I want to touch on at some point here in the opening hour. Uh, when you place a bet, and it's a bit of a longer shot. Yeah. The most dangerous feeling you can have is it feels real or it feels alive and it feels like there's hope. Yeah. And I think right now for you down in Mexico, <laughs> there is a bet that you're currently sweating where you finally have some hope after possibly writing it off a few hours ago. And now I feel like you're in a dangerous mental state as you monitor this ticket. Yeah, I'm not giving it much of a chance, but you'd be talking about one Steven Yeager. You just want to bring that up because I said I'd do like six Yeager bombs on the air and if I he ends up winning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I will. I stand by that. I don't even know what camera I'm looking into that one. That's uh, I stand by that if he wins it. I don't think he's going to. He's 13 under through 14. You got Jake Knapp, who had the lead, solo lead entering the day, has gone two over in his first five holes. 
back to 1700 now. I do have a live 10 to 1 on him from Friday, Dustin, so I'm kind of hoping uh, that just, just cruises home and I don't really have to worry uh, about trying to sweat out the rest of this, but the Steven Yeager hit would be a nicer one. So we'll be monitoring that. A couple top 20s for me to sweat out uh, here in the uh, golf this afternoon. Basically all those guys live except for Mr. Taylor Pendrith, who didn't make the cut. Hey, you're sitting in a good spot. Yeah. You're sitting in a good spot. There, there, there's money to be won for you today, or money to be lost, I guess, too, at the same time. That's right. Uh, Eric Van Roy not out of it either. All right. All right. We will we will yeah. sweat that with you down in Mexico. Uh, in the NBA, just one game happening right now. A huge slate coming up in the association. The Bucks are on top of the Sixers, 97-83. Look, Milwaukee, big win the other night. Now in Philly taking on the Sixers. The Sixers are not the Sixers, no. right, when we look at them. Are, do you see this as Milwaukee took the All-Star break and they're starting to come together as a team right now? Yeah, I, I, I thought you were going to say, or Philadelphia just missing time. Uh, it's uh, both. Yeah, but exactly. Missing no, Joel and Bede so much. In, in it is definitely a little bit of both. In but, fairness, when they beat Minnesota first game out of the All-Star break after losing to that G League Memphis squad yeah. before, I think any win, whether or not Joel Embiid's playing for Philly or not, it's you have to like the momentum building for Milwaukee. Yeah, it's uh, you know I think we sat here last week and I, and I compared it to to the Clippers uh, acquiring James Harden. It is a little bit whenever you make these changes mid season, as big as they are, whether it's a coach, whether it's a player. And I'm not going to say Doc Rivers is as meaningful as adding a James Harden to your roster, but still, you're you've had a lot of things go wrong. You bring in a guy to try to fix things, and that means changes. So I don't think it was any surprise that we saw that defense get better in that, what was it, the three and seven, 10 game stretch we all, everybody brought up. Defense got better, the offense took a step back, and the Bucks lost some games and everybody's freaking out. I think it was a, it, I, I will stand by, and maybe I end up being completely wrong about this team, but I think it was they needed some time to get Doc in there. No, like no matter how many jokes we want to make about Doc Rivers, there's too much talent at the top of this roster for this team to really be that bad. So getting him in there, get through an all-star break where you get a little bit more time to work together as a team. You know what you have. You know what you have. You know what you got going forward. Chris Middleton up on, on the upswing. Not back yet, though, uh, in this lineup. I think this is the time that don't be surprised if you see the Bucks start to rally off a lot of wins here and, and come into form as the second-best team in the Eastern Conference. That's what I'm expecting. Though. Yeah, look, they're up 14 in Philly. It's a road. It'll be a road win should they hold on with nine and a half left in the fourth quarter. And the schedule gets easy for a moment here. Charlotte uh, at home, then they travel to Charlotte at Chicago, and then here, here's where it gets a little tricky. They'll host the Clippers, will the Bucks on March 4th, followed by going to Golden State, to the Lakers with that weekend trip, by the way, where you have a day off in L.A., and at the Lakers, they will be a fade candidate at post with that L.A. flu. Yeah. That second game in Los Angeles, then they go to Sacramento. It is a really tough stretch, so for a couple games, it'll get easy. We'll get our hype train built up in Milwaukee, but we're going to find out what they're made of in early March. Yeah, the, the, the one thing that's tough right now, if you're someone like me, who's kind of, I feel like I've been defending this team and trying to back this team ever since the beginning of the season, ever since the Dame trade was made, ever since Drew Holiday was acquired by the, the Celtics, and everybody's like, oh, you know, I don't know if this is going to work now. You let Drew Holiday go to your biggest, uh, you know, your biggest competitor in the Eastern Conference, and then, okay, it starts off bad. I feel like I've been defending him the whole way, Dustin, but the problem is from a betting market, you're still not really getting no, it. No, never dipped. 
it never dips. No, it never think, dips, there, right? There was a team in the NFL this year where I waited all year. Yeah. I was like, they don't look right. They don't look. And the market just never dipped enough to buy in. That's what you have with Milwaukee. The market is smart. Look, the people behind us setting these lines, they know the second it hits 10 to 1, yeah. they're going to get a ton of action. Yeah. No, and, and I think Friday night was a good example. Like I like, sat here Friday doing a numbers game, and I'm like, look, my, my numbers say bet Minnesota all day, every day. Like, this should be a big bet for me tonight, but I feel like yes. the Bucks are going to come around at some point, and this game out of the All-Star break would be the time. So I didn't back them. It just means a no bet. A bet on the other side turns into a no bet for me, you yeah, know? Yeah. Because well, you're getting no value in the market. But Ke- Kelly, uh, this uh, Dustin Sweetelson, Kelly Bidlin, live bet Sunday here on VSIN, the sports betting network. You brought up Minnesota. Yeah. And I feel like the vibe I'm getting from people is they think that team is going to fade down the stretch but because everything they do is built on defense i don't see it that way i think the thing about defense one it travels travels on the road yep but two especially in the playoffs they're going to be a very difficult out because everything's built around the defense i don't see minnesota going away i actually see them getting stronger as the year goes on because a lot of these teams that are going to be set in playoffs uh, spots they're going to start easing up a little bit and resting some of their guys. Yeah, 10th easiest schedule remaining for Minnesota, ninth easiest for OKC. I think when you talk about teams like that that really haven't been there before in that yeah. playoff moment, it is so crucial to try to steal this one and two seed uh, out west. I don't really question them being able to keep it up through the rest of the regular season. I do think they are a prime candidate to steal that one or even or possibly the two seed they might slide back to. I think that's right, likely where they end up, Dustin. They will be a team I'll be looking to attack in the playoffs. I think that you're going to be able, especially this year's Western Conference, it is all about matchups. And yeah. some of these guys are going to be able to, some of these matchups they're going to run into in the playoffs, you might be able to scheme Rudy Gobert off the court or not be able to play Rudy Gobert and Carl Anthony Towns on the court. Yeah the same time that's going to be problematic through a seven game series so you're right for the regular season what they can do night in night out and defensive end it is tough to beat repeatedly so i yeah i think they'll be right there when we're talking about one seed in the west but heading into the playoffs they are a team i'll probably be fading away yeah i, I get that i totally again matchup dependent who yeah. they draw depending on their seed there's a lot of teams in the west that don't care about the regular season mm-hmm. right like d- despite like the nuggets and how they're going to handle Jokic down the stretch. I do think they're going to rest him at some point a few times. I don't think it ever gets below that 65-game uh, yeah, no, line that yeah, he has he to get to. But I, I think the Clippers, for as talented and deep they are, as good as they've looked, the Clippers do not care about the regular season. They will season. be cautious. Yep. The, the Phoenix Suns do not care about the regular season at all. They might care about getting the sixth seed, though. They are in that clump yeah, right, that's, that's right to that's avoid fair. the play-in, right? No, no. Yeah. That, that, so that, that's kind of the line of demarcation. Yes, yeah. Don't care about the playoffs, but avoid the play-in. Yeah. There's a middle ground there. Another the, beautiful element, though, of adding the play-in tournament, right? Yes. Like this is, for everybody that questioned it, the fight to try it for those teams More to try strategy. to avoid sliding back or the fight for those teams to try to get in, I love it. Love it. Uh, Warriors, 17-1 to 1 to win the West. It feels like the trendy play, my friend. Dare I say, I am definitely considering this one right now because I think things are starting to come together for Golden State. Caesar, I don't even know what what, what I what the list I gave you was. Contenders, pretenders, and something else. The Warriors didn't even make a list. What? <laughs> Kelly. <laughs> Kelly. <laughs> Ke- Kelly. 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 Can we? Can we? Can we have a real? Yeah, let's have a real, real talk. Let's have a real well, talk. Why? 
I think that there are too many teams in the Western Conference to really consider that are that are better than the Golden State Warriors and the Lakers. I'm not going to sit here and say everyone, <laughs> everybody wants to say the Lakers or the Warriors. No, neither one of them is doing anything in the Western Conference playoffs. That's how I feel. So I, I think there is it, it, it's not about what they're doing because they have been playing much, much, much better basketball. But I would have said this two weeks ago about the Dallas Mavericks. And the Dallas Mavericks are way better than what the Golden State Warriors are right now. So that that's it's just the problem with how loaded the Western Conference is and the teams that they'd have to fight through and get past yeah. in the playoffs to get okay. there. Now, do the Warriors have the pedigree of showing that they've done this before? Of course they do. Would I be shocked if they did it? Yeah, it still would be a little bit. It Turn, would be. I, th- look, it's a horrible handicap. Can they turn it on when it matters? <laughs> that, that's one of the teams I believe can. The Lakers, not so much more on Los Angeles, taking on Phoenix today, coming up in the next segment. Also, you mentioned the Mavericks. We have to discuss, discuss the matchup with, at Indiana today. Yep. Highest total on the board, 252 right now. Let's go. An absurd number, so I have two player props. I will throw your way in that contest. Also, to update you on everything else happening in sports right now, number 15, Creighton went down at uh, St. John's, 80 to 66. South Florida in the American made it 13 wins in a row as they beat SMU 76-68. We'll have a lot more on college basketball because there's a few more games on the slate tonight, including the best team against the spread in all of college basketball in action. All of that and more coming your way next. It's VEASAN Live Bet Sunday. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Live Bet Sunday on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back in, Dustin Sweetelson, alongside Kelly Bidlin. It's Live Bet Sunday on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. A lot going on the National Basketball Association this afternoon, Kelly, where, look, we have a semi big one in the West because it's LeBron versus Durant. However, 
at our ages, LeBron versus Durant used to mean something. <laughs> yeah. Something a little different as when they were in their prime. Still have plenty left in the tank. Uh, big one, though, with the Lakers traveling to Phoenix, whereas if the season ended today, Phoenix would be the eight seed, the Lakers would be the nine seed, and you come into this game with both these teams' playoff aspirations. I think one with a much higher ceiling if everything goes right. Yep. But what do you make of the Lakers at this point in the season? Yeah, I think it's uh, it's interesting because this is a team JVT has made fun of me a lot for. I, I've been one of the Lakers guys over the past few years. I have. Uh, this year, though, I think it it is basically the exact opposite of what we saw this team a year a season ago about at this time, right? It was you're talking about similar records. What was the key difference though between this year and last year? Last year you had injuries mounting up throughout the season for LeBron and AD that made them miss time. Those two really haven't missed much time this year, and you're watching this team struggle. That is a much greater concern to me for what this team looked the long run of what this team could put together. Uh, that's a much greater concern to me right now this year than it was a year ago. Now, are they playing well right now? They are, and they're playing like one of the better offenses in the NBA, top ten offense. You know, essentially over the past month of the season, uh, top five for much of that time. So you're rolling to Phoenix today. The one thing before we get into this, Dustin, like someone put a halt. Adam Adam Silver, please put a halt to the Lakers injury report stuff. It is nonsense. I don't understand why in sports we let this be okay with like the Lakers, the Patriots, the Heat used to do it more. Uh, But like it's all the franchises that we like want to put, you know, in glorified air. We don't care about holding them to the standard of everybody else. But it's okay. LeBron and AD can be questionable for every single game and a game time decision. It makes them impossible to bet or bet against for the most part. No, no, look, and as a better, like, and you want to be, you know, in bed with the leagues, you know, you have partnerships. We would like a little bit more transparency when it comes when we're promoting player props and whatnot, what we should do, because look, my angle for player props is always to bet based off of who's out of the lineup and who's going to benefit from them losing. When we look at the Lakers, one and one since the All-Star break, mm-hmm. lost by 18 to Golden State, beat San Antonio on a back-to-back, 123-118 on Friday. Over the course of the season, though, seventh worst ATS team in the NBA, 27-32-0. That's 45.8%. When you look at totals, they're actually hitting 53.5% to the over, 31-27-1. But here's a really interesting one that shocked me. Number one road over team are mm-hmm. the Lakers, 29-9. and nine. That's 68%. Where that number at 237.5 for this game, whatever it is now, uh, I, I kind of would lean over. So that was my first look here, Dustin. It was, uh, it was over in the Lakers. The more I was digging into this, it was more looking more to the over. Uh, you're talking about, if you want to just talk trends, over's hitting 16 of the Lakers' last 20 games uh, uh, on the road, to your point, to back that up, the road statement. The problem is that you've had Phoenix playing a little bit slower pace. Yeah. They've had some unders get home. Uh, I think matchup-wise, though, this still tends to lean to an over. You're going to have limited rim protection on the Phoenix end for what, for what Anthony Davis and LeBron are going to want to do for the Lakers' offensive side of the ball. Still think the matchups, it does lean to an overplay. So I think this is going to be an in-game watch for me. Sidewise, lean to the Lakers as well. You're just talking over the past nine games. This Lakers team, 7-2, plus 6.6 net rating over that time. That is ninth best in the NBA, fourth best offense during that time, middle of the road defense. Phoenix, over that same time, for as how good as they've been over the past couple months, if you really just take it down to the past nine games, you're talking 5-4, and four, plus 6.1 net rating. You know, So you're talking less than what the Lakers have been doing yeah. during that time. Eighth best offense, eighth best defense. A little bit more consistent on the defensive side of the ball than what we've seen out of them. 
Uh, no Bradley Beal going today. No yep. Eric Gordon going today. So a, lim- a little bit more limited than what you'd like to see Phoenix when you'd like to go back in them um, here. So slightly into the Lakers side to me. I think the side's going to be off the table. We'll be looking for a live opportunity to jump in yeah. on an over, though. I so, think if we see, we see shooting start off slow on both sides, we can look at get, get in on a live over on this That game. total's been bet up to 241.5. Had not realized that. Wrote 237.5 down in my notes late last night when the line first dropped. Yeah. So that's four-point movement on the total, which is my initial lean on the over made a lot of sense then. Can't bet it now at 241.5. Uh, when you look at these two teams, you said the lean on the side was the Lakers? Yeah, the points. yeah I would still lean Lakers. Yeah, so here's the thing. I couldn't find a side on this because Phoenix is not great at covering either. Mm-hmm. Dug through the numbers, fourth worst team in the NBA, 41.8% against the spread. They're just 10-14-1 against the spread as a home favorite. I, I just I couldn't back them either to cover the four, and I don't love L.A. to, to catch the four on the road because <laughs> I just don't think they have yeah. the firepower at home. If Booker and Durant get going, there's just not enough there for the Lakers to go with. I'm sorry, I like Austin Reed. Leaves. D'Angelo Russell's a guy I like to bet on props every now and then, usually is assist prop. Whenever LeBron's out, by the way, they have not set that number correctly once this season. I think it's five times LeBron, LeBron's been out. D'Lo has gone over his assist yeah. number. Uh, I I just don't see. I, I think Phoenix, if everything comes to fruition for them, they are one of my favorite teams for the playoffs to buy low on right now. Oh, I, I, it's hard to argue that. It really, really, I think from anybody. When you're talking about what the the big three that that team can roll out, yes, the ceiling is extremely high for that team. Problem is the floor is pretty, the floor is pretty low too. Well, it could right? fall apart. It could, it could it fall could, apart, yeah. but that's why that's why you're going to get the number you're going to get. I think it was around fourteen to one last I looked on Phoenix to win it all. Uh, let's see, Phoenix. That's the Eastern Conference. That's why they're not listed. The Phoenix Suns, yep, 16 to 1. Yeah. I, it, I'm considering it. I might jump in there. I do have a player prop in this one, Kelly. What you got? You. So I'm not a big matchups guy for the most part. However, there was one that did jump out to me here because the Lakers allow the sixth most rebounds to opposing centers. So I'm going to look at Nurkic. He had 12 rebounds at Crypto in January versus the Lakers. I think he's a necessary cog for them in these kinds of matchups. We're going to go Nurkic over 9.5 rebounds. The juice is pretty pretty favorable at minus 108. Don't have to pay a heavy juice on that. And I, he's a guy in big games. I feel like he comes through with yeah. a lot of boards for this team. Well, he's, he's also a guy that shows up. I, I mean, I think one of the, knock, the knocks on Nurkic throughout his entire career, because I've been a fan of his for a long time, is it feel like he gets up for the big matchups yeah. and then he disappears sometimes in the games where he should be able to dominate. And so he's going to have a lot on his plate today, right? You're going to be dealing with AD, LeBron coming to the rim. And yes, he should be heavily involved uh, in the action defensively and on the glass. So I like that play, man. I I like that play. Do you remember Denver was in a situation where they had to choose Nurkic or Jokic? They had both of them at the same time. And I think at the time, Jokic really wasn't playing that much where like you, Uh, you knew, no one knew he'd become what he's become, obviously, going for his third MVP here but Nurkic or they were very Nurkic comparable. was a very yeah. serviceable yeah. center at a time when we thought centers still mattered uh, and at that time early in Denver I, I mean they were they were kind of comparable players like that was not the easiest decision to to be like hey we're gonna let one guy go and, and keep Nicole Jokic sounds ridiculous to say now uh, but I mean that was the that was the situation back then the Western Conference is just absurd right now and I know the Nuggets at plus 245 I think we are overrating the Nuggets, and I know that's blasphemous to say after the discuss- like we just brought up Jokic's yeah. name, going for his third MVP. We all know at this point, but 
the Denver Nuggets, a bet on them is only a bet on, on Jokic mm-hmm. because the rest of the team leaves a lot to be desired to me. I know they went on that long run, but that long run also means they played more games than anyone else did a year ago. Yep. I have a lot of concerns about this Denver Nuggets squad in the postseason because while Jokic does it all now and he's shown he can always do it all, at some point that has to wear and slow down a little bit here, and I just don't trust those other pieces. They miss Bruce Brown so yeah. bad. Oh, yeah. And it's a piece you never thought because he was just kind of a role guy. Yeah, I think it's it, it's always something, I think, it, t- to me personally, that every playoff gets overlooked. It, it, it is the depth, and, and we know that, okay, the depth – it, the bench gets shortened, and it doesn't matter. I hear this too much. Doesn't matter as much in the playoffs. It matters in the playoffs because that number six, seven, eight guy matter a whole lot more than they did during the regular yeah. season. So to your point, when you lose a guy like Bruce Brown, I think it takes a major hit from what we saw, what they were able to do in the playoffs last year. It allowed you to have different guys like Christian Brown could pop up, have a big game sure. here and there. And if, now they're kind of relying on him, right? That, he's a guy that's relying on to come off the bench and put in solid minutes. So, yeah, I mean, there is they are another team atop the West that they've got questions. I'm curious about the West because I think you could take some shots here. I do think there are some shots to be taken when it comes to the postseason. The, the Suns at 9-1. to one. A team in action later today that we're going to break down in a little bit. The Dallas Mavericks 13-1 yep. to one to win the West. You tell us on Twitter, at Dusty, D- Dusty, Dustin Sweetelson. Is it at, just at Kelly Bidlin? <laughs> at Kelly Bidlin, yeah. At Kelly Bidlin, easy, man. At Vison Live. You tell us, where would you take a shot in the West? If it's not the Nuggets, obviously the favorite. Would you go a little bit deeper on the board? Who's your favorite play right now in the Western Conference? We'll look at that later when we look at the Mavericks heading to Indiana, taking on the Pacers like this afternoon. The uh, Real quick, Dust, I'll tell you, the one that I've started to do this week is – I've added one. This will probably be a trend for me going forward is adding some of these Western Conference teams. If there's one or two that you really like, add them with an exacto with the Boston Celtics in the finals. I like it. I like it. All right. It's a good strategy. A guy who's good at strategy, Dan Servadidio. We'll break down college hoops with him next. It's VSIN Live Bet Sunday. Sunday on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. If you're looking for a betting edge on college basketball, the VSEN experts have got you covered. Become a VSEN Pro subscriber today and get our daily best bets emails, 24 7 video access, the upcoming College Hoops betting guide, bracket breakdowns, plus full access to VSEN.com with our exclusive betting split breakdowns on every single game. Visit vsin.com slash pro to subscribe today. That's vsin.com slash pro. We're rolling along here. It's vsin Live Bet Sunday. I'm Dustin Sweetelson. The man to my right is Kelly Bidlin. We're going to welcome in a friend of the program. Coming up next here, Dan Servadidio, Fantasy Alarm College Basketball Analyst. He's got a couple plays that we'll get into momentarily. But first, Servo, I want to run a few things by you after what we saw yesterday in College Hoops. It was really a good day. A big win for Houston on the road at Baylor in overtime. The defense is just, they just swallow teams. When you look at this Cougar squad, if they're not in the Final Four, what went wrong? Yeah, really impressive for for Houston to uh, get that done on the road in overtime as well. Um, first of all, thanks for bringing me back on, guys. It's uh, awesome to talk some college with you guys. But <laughs> of course, uh, Danny. The, the, 
the, yeah, the, the thing with them, though, obviously defensively, they are elite. They are the best in the country by a lot of metrics uh, and have been all year. Their offense can tend to get a little, um, you know, scoreless streaks if they are, you know, if Jamal Shedd and LJ Cryer are maybe a little bit colder and Shedd can score from anywhere, but Cryer is, he's been streaky from deep and he's their elite three-point shooter. But if those two guys, if they face a team that can match up, you know, in the backcourt uh, defensively, that can kind of slow them down, um, their offense might be the thing that could do them in and, and they could suffer, uh, you know, an upset before they could possibly reach the final four but they could ride just ride that defense uh, all the way to a possible championship this year for sure yeah dan i was gonna i wanted to ask you because that was i mean you look at just second half scoring you're talking about 28 points for houston 44 for baylor and I, that was kind of in my alarm yeah. bells were going off of like wow this houston defense i thought they were supposed yeah. to be pretty good but you think and and the takeaway from that game for you though was more of a positive for houston going going down into baylor and picked up the win in overtime I mean, yeah, because that second half, you mentioned it, they, they kind of fell apart and they let Baylor, Baylor get back into it. Baylor started hitting shots. They started getting hot, um, which I kind of expected in the first half from them at home in that environment. Uh, but, you know, Houston, it just kind of seemed like they took their foot off the gas. But honestly, as I was watching it, I had no doubt that Houston would win. I actually live bet Houston a couple times on the money line when it got down uh, in a little bit better situation. Live bet their their spread and what they ended up covering the spread, obviously in overtime. But um, it was a team that, honestly, look, when you're watching Houston, they didn't show any panic. Um, you know, they they really didn't. Um, you know, seemed like they they thought they would actually lose to Baylor, even though they went to overtime, even though they easily could have lost the game outright. Uh, even when it went to overtime, you kind of saw Houston turn up the notch uh, defensively as well. And, you know, it seems like they can really turn it on and off, which is very dangerous, but also very um, just like a quality that you really want in a national title contender. So I, I came away really impressed with that win for Houston on the road. Talking college basketball, Dan Server, DDO, our guest. Follow him on Twitter at Dan underscore Servo DDO. Uh, team plays the opposite style of Houston, Alabama. They had kind of a wild week. The comeback overtime win against Florida. Then they go on the road, lose at Rupp yesterday. How do you feel about a team with the, the offense they have? Obviously, it's explosive. But how do you feel that plays with their chances in March? Uh, their defense is what's going to do them in. I mean, I'd rather have a team like Houston, which is elite defensively, has an offense that's still, you know, top 20 by a lot of metrics and can get by, you know, aren't as good as like an Alabama offensively. But on the flip side, Alabama, their defense is definitely going to do them in. Um, you know, on the road this year, we've seen Kentucky, you know, just this past game put up 117. But against Auburn on the road, uh, they gave up 99, gave up 91 to Tennessee on the road as well. Like this, this defense, it does not travel. Uh, it's not very great at home either. You know, we, as you mentioned, it cost them at home against Florida. But um, when they can, when they face teams that can match them offensively, match their pace, uh, and when Alabama isn't making as many threes as they could or should be, uh, their defense is just really going to do them in. And it, it, we saw it. Kentucky just exploited it. And when a team has kind of that game plan of, you know, attacking them inside, but just forcing other guys besides like a Mark Sears uh, to beat them offensively, because as fast as they play, they're going to score points anyway. But um, to get the consistent production on the defensive end is a really uh, huge worry for Bama that 
I, you know, I'll have them, depending on the matchups, if they face a team like a mid-major team that can match them for pace, match them scoring-wise, I think they could be right for an upset early on in the tournament. Dan, flip it over to the card today. I know you got a couple plays uh, left on some of the remaining games. Ohio State at Michigan State. This one is a 405 Eastern tip, so you got about a half hour to get bets in right now. Michigan State, we're looking at about a 10 point favorite, 138 and a half year total for this game. What are you looking at here? Yeah, I'm going Michigan State here as the favorites that I do like them to cover this. Uh, you know, nine and a half, ten, wherever you can get it. Um, I just do think it's going to be a double-digit win here for Michigan State. Coming off their kind of embarrassing, ugly loss at home to Iowa, um, you know, which I think you're facing an Iowa team that when they get hot offensively, they start hitting threes. It's really hard to, to come back from from that. So I think we're going to get a really good effort from Tom Izzo's squad here. Um this year, after a loss, we've seen Michigan State go six two and one against the spread, uh, and this is kind of a carried over from last year. Eight and three against the spread was Michigan State after a loss. So I think this is a team, you know, a veteran team that is going to respond well to just Izzo's coaching for this spot to, to bounce back. Um, this is also, you know, Michigan State basically has a week off after tonight uh, before facing Purdue next Saturday. So I feel like there's just going to be a really strong effort for Michigan State to to get this win as a over an Ohio State team that they should win and should beat easily because Ohio State is still a team. I know they had that win coming off of firing Chris Holtman, but uh, they kind of regressed a little bit in their second game. I feel like this is a team that's, you know, kind of, you know, you don't want to say quit watch, but when you're facing like a, a really good Michigan State team on the road in this spot, I just don't see as much of an effort from their squad. Uh, and the big matchup here, for, uh, just in general, Ohio State, the worst three-point defense in the Big Ten this season. And Michigan State's a team that at home especially, but they're shooting 40% from three in conference play. I think if they start hitting, they start going from deep, um, it, it should be, uh, you know, build a lead. I like laying the 10. I just think it could be, you know, a 15, 20 point win, honestly, uh, against Ohio State team that I just don't have any confidence in right now. Yeah, uh, Servo, that the energy following the Holtman uh, firing only goes so far for Ohio State. Yeah. When you look at Michigan State also, this is what they do. We we underrate them because they play a tough early out-of-conference schedule, but in the end, they just get better as the season goes along. You do have one more play. want to go over to the Big East. Xavier's catching 11.5 on the road at Marquette. That total is at 160 right now. What's your lean on that game? I looked at Marquette to cover the number here, but uh, ultimately I'm going with the over in this game. I just look at, you know, this is basically a matchup between the first and second tempos in the Big East. Uh, The first fastest is Xavier, and they're going on the road here to Marquette, which is a team that uh, is going to welcome in that fast pace and up-tempo flow uh, because that's how they like to play offensively. So I just see this matchup being very up and down, going back and forth. Marquette's a team that's averaging 84 points per game at home this season, and expect them to be you know above that on the higher end 90 plus for them in this spot their defense has uh, been a little inconsistent especially defending the three so i think xavier can you know get get their fair share here uh and on the road we've seen xavier's defense actually take a step back they're six and two to the over on the road this year uh four straight road games to the over as well and when they fade face some better you know more efficient offenses on the road has xavier uh they gave up 99 to yukon 
85 to Creighton, 81 to St. John's, and even 88 to Seton Hall. I think Marquette's going to get a lot of uh, success here offensively to keep this game higher scoring. Uh, so, you know, you can look at them on the spread, but I, I just think this is going to be an over uh, play for me in this one. All right, real quick before we let you go, Servo, I decided to finally dive in on Creighton following the UConn win. Bet him 30 to 1 to win it all. I was waiting all year. Please tell me that that ticket is not completely dead because every time I watch them, I hate them. I, I think they're I think they're a horrible team to watch. They don't have the depth I was hoping that they would eventually find. Like and today losing at St. John's was just bu- absolutely brutal. Yeah. Well, they're a team that is so reliant on their three-point scoring um, that they're very volatile, you know, and very risky to back. Um, and today, I'm a, I'm not surprised that St. John's did what they did today and, and beat them, beat them by double digits because you're getting a Creighton team that's coming off that UConn win, that emotional home win, uh, and now going on the road at St. John's, just yeah. kind of one of those classic letdown spots. And you have a St. John's team that's still fighting for a tournament. Uh, you know, the resume and all that. So, uh, you know, today I'm not surprised by it. Going forward, I still think Creighton's can be a Final Four team. Oh, 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 okay. uh, yeah. I, even though I just went through that, their depth is a slight worry, but their starting five, I think, is yeah. among the best in the country. When they're on point, when they're rolling, I, I think they're hard to beat, especially how well Steven Ashworth is playing. He's he's now a legit, you know, fourth weapon for them when they didn't have that earlier. Servo, you had me scared for a moment, but you reeled me back in. I'm all back in on the Blue Jays. More Live Bet Sunday on the other side. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote This week on DraftKings Sportsbook, new customers can deposit $5, get a no-sweat bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet loses. Download the app and use promo code VSIN when you sign up. DraftKings Sportsbook, the crown is yours. This is Live Bet Sunday. I'm Dustin Sweetelson. That 
is Kelly Bidlin. We are hanging out with you till 7 p.m. on the East Coast. Got our producer Caesar with us along for the ride, Matt and Larry punching the keys in the back. And there's a lot happening right now. We've, we're finally underway with the Suns and the Lakers. We have college basketball all, all over the place. We're going to get into the Mavericks at the Pacers. Biggest total on the board this afternoon. But this is the last chance I can break down Michigan State. Ser Servo, who joined us last segment, did a great job with his breakdown. Mm -hmm. I'm actually with him. Okay. I'm laying the points with the Spartans. When you look at this thing with Ohio State, I think there was a lot of emotion this time last week when they beat number two Purdue at home, uh, coming off the fire of Chris Holtman, there was a lot of like energy with the program. Yep. They wanted to, it's an angle in football always. They fire a coach, you back that team the next week. That was a situation for Ohio State. They then go and take on Minnesota, the best team against the spread in all of college basketball. They lose there and they do not cover. So I'm looking at Ohio State here. They're two and six against the spread on the road, all as underdogs. They're 0 and eight on the road in the Big Ten, which is a trend throughout the league. It is impossible to win road games in that conference right now. Uh, they're 13th out of 14 Big Ten teams when it comes to defensive efficiency, and they're the worst Big Ten team at defending the three-point shot. On the other side, you've got Michigan State, and it's Tom Izzo, and it's been the, the same story every single year. They challenge themselves early, and it's a slow build throughout the season. They get better and better. They're 15-11-1 ATS. That's 57.7%. Um, as a home team, 11-5 against the spread. That's almost 69%. All of those games were as favorite. Favorites. They're coming off a loss to Iowa, and that's the key here. I like backing a team coming off a loss like that because Michigan State needs this for their resume for the big dance. Ken Palm has them ranked 16th right now. I will lay the 10 against Ohio State, believe in the home team in the Big Ten. That trend's going to continue. We'll go Sparty minus 10. I like it. I like it. This, I, I, I mean, I think it's like across all sports, right? You, you can play the coaching angle. We talked about it a little bit last week. It only goes so far. And, and it only goes so far. I mean, it's really for like a game, maybe two, depending on the situation. Uh, but yeah, I think when you you hit it perfectly last week and then it was, what happens? Okay, the talent level comes back into play. The coaching is probably not, you know, not overall as good as what you thought you had at the beginning of the year. Well, that guy's coming well, in trying to make changes on the fly to your team and a team that's basically, you know, basically out of things right now anyways. Um, yeah, this is what happens. Losses start to pile yeah, up. There, there's a guilt factor, right? Those players are like, we cost our our coach's job he believed in us he brought us in they step up step up for the new guy who they know is not completely prepared for this situation learning on the fly i think there's a lot of variables at place there that's why ohio state a week ago beat purdue but they're going to come down to earth today and i just i like michigan state i think they're a good team they're a feisty team and i think they're a little bit underrated right now maybe a team 55 to 1 right now to win the title no. i don't know if they can do that i might check their final four odds just because they always have time Mizzle that always gives you a chance. Yeah. Let's move over to the NBA, Kelly, because you and I both have a, a family play here. Yeah, you know, let's both go. on the same side, which I always like to see. Michigan State 14 to 1, by the way, to make fun of four. four. That's a good number. It's a good number. Anything over 10 to 1, I, I probably would consider taking there. Uh, Mavericks at the Pacers. This is an interesting game because when you look at the board, the total's 252 which is just absolutely insane right now. <laughs> you uh, lay one and a half or go money line on Dallas. I chose to go money line. I don't want to mess with that. Who knows how what happens late. The Pacers obviously play at a really high pace, a lot of points scored in their games. But for Dallas, I think they're just getting healthy. 
things are coming together for the Mavericks, Kelly. Uh, Seven-game win streak, 6-1 and one against the spread in that run. Trying to catch New Orleans. They're a half game back for the fifth seed. I think this is a team that's trending absolutely upward, and obviously a lot of that is because of what Luka Doncic has done of late. Yeah, he's he's been simply incredible. Um, look, this is a team I know we're going to get into an MVP conversation in a little bit. And it, it, big, the only question for me about whether Luka Doncic has belonged really in the conversation or not is the team's success because we've rarely seen uh, guys win that award without that team success coming along the way. But now you're talking about this Dallas team, 7-1 over their last eight, second in net rating over that time, only behind the Boston Celtics. They are playing as a top five offensive and defensive team during that stretch. This is what game Dustin, when I sat down to look at this, yesterday I don't I, so much of my NBA regular season betting and so much of the success that comes into uh, from it is usually from rest advantage situations that I'm looking at in December January once you hit the all-star break it's usually dial it back a little bit for me sure. there's only few, a few select uh, game spots that I really think you've got a leg up on uh, th- this number didn't make much sense to me when I was looking at it I thought this was going to be Dallas close to laying three or four on the road against the against the Pacers it doesn't it concern you though a little bit when you look at that and you go this number doesn't make sense. <laughs> I mean, I think it, we, we've, I don't know, me, me and you and I have talked about this. We talked a lot about this a lot on the pod, JVT and I, about just the closing line value. RIP. Yeah, sometimes not getting to where, you know, we'd have a number move against us, and that would freak me out at the beginning of the year. I'm like, what's going on? This never happens. It's been a regular thing this season, though. So luckily, it's been more wins than losses. Yeah. That, so you kind of just put it out of mind. But I, this Dallas team, just getting back to, I really didn't think that, that there's not a huge rest advantage or anything that you're talking about in this spot. You do have two teams, and I want to temper expectations a little bit with just because they did make significant moves around the trade deadline and we're still seeing that you know influence how the teams are played and I think that it's very easy to say oh the Mavericks have been absolutely incredible since the trade down we're talking about a small sample size still right how is that going to play out down the stretch totally fair but I I guess I'd fire back with Dallas dealt with a lot of injuries in the first half a lot of guys in and out of the lineup now you never know when Kyrie is or isn't going to play and oddly enough things seem to be going well for Kyrie, which means we're always like one off the court thing away from (laughs) things not going okay for Kyrie. But I I thought the PJ Washington addition was really nice. Grant Williams is just kind of oh he was terrible a waste of space, especially considering what they're trying to do. Just didn't fit in with all the other pieces. I thought it made sense at first, Dustin. It ended up being an absolutely horrific trade, and they got off it when they should because they still have a chance to make a run here. Well, because I I get what you were thinking because I kind of thought the same thing. He's a good defender, right? Three and D. So let him just defend whoever the best wing is. Let Luke and Kyrie just worry about the offensive end, which is what they do best, and he'll just do that. But he was he was kind of useless. He's undersized for the way he wants to play as well. That's an issue as well. Uh, I thought the P.J. Washington addition's been nice. Yeah, been Daniel Gafford gives yeah. them awesome depth at center. A guy who was just stuck in Washington on just an awful squad, now getting a chance to be part of a good team. And we see that a lot. If you just take these players that seem like they're average or below average, you put them on a winning team, all of a sudden things pick up You're for like, them. You're like, wow, huh? Daniel Gafford's all really good. He's a pro- yeah. <laughs> we saw, ready? Here's another example of former wizard, JaVale McGee. Yeah. You get him out yeah. of a situation where he has no one around him. You put him on a good team with a winning structure. All of a sudden you go, huh, JaVale McKee could be a serviceable player in the NBA. Yeah, that was that what was the Dallas game I was watching the other 
night, and I'm like, Daniel Gafford is a monster out there right now. That was I had in the Phoenix game. Um, they don't have a third star. I guess that's the issue. But for today, against the Pacers, who don't play any defense, yep. give me the hot team, the firepower, Kyrie and Luka in the backcourt. As good as Halliburton's been, and as good as all these guys have been for Indiana, I like Dallas, and I have two props I'll throw your way real quick. Okay, what you got? Uh, because Nesmith is out of the lineup for Indiana. Mm-hmm. When he's been out, Andrew Nemhart's been pretty good. We're going to go over 17.5 points, rebounds, and assists. 252 is the total implies there's going to be a lot of points, more opportunities for Nemhart with uh, Nesmith out of the lineup. He's gone over the number they set at 17.5 in all four games he played where Nesmith didn't play, uh, and he's exceeded 17.5 in three straight of those. Benedict Matherin. Going to go over 22 and a half combined points, rebounds, and assists. In two games, Nesmith has missed post the Buddy Heel trade. Neesmith, meaning, yeah. yeah, Neesmith, whatever. whatever. <laughs> I was uh, going to let it slide, but then you kept saying yeah. it. <laughs> uh, that's not how you spell it. Uh, in the two games post healed without Neesmith, 26 and 32 combo points. Dallas allows the fifth most points, fourth most rebounds, eighth most assists to opposing shooting guards, which he slots right in yep. there. Uh, 26 and 32 in the last two without. I like it, man. I like it. You're going to have to have points here. The points are going to come. Again, a, a huge net rating advantage for the Mavs here. That's the way I'm looking at it. If you want to get trendy with this, 16 and 9 ATS away for the Mavs. Uh, Dallas 4 and 1 ATS the last five games on the road. Uh, they've just been ATS monsters lately. This is a game I really, I really thought the spread was going to be a bit bigger. We're seeing it kind of go to the Mavericks side, but not huge, uh, Dustin. So I like your props. I like this side. We're all in on the side. Caesar's in on the side. JVT's in on the side. You're on the side. What could possibly go wrong? That's You know what? It's always a dangerous proposition. Uh, There will be a lot of dangerous propositions in Indianapolis this week, and it's not the dirty ones people normally think I'm talking about. I'm talking trade propositions because the entire NFL world is converging on Indianapolis for the NFL conference. What's your 40 time? Uh, like 200. We might, we might have to figure that out next week. We'll, uh, we'll dissect it with Destin Adams on the other side. This is VEASAN Live Bet Sunday. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.